Hello, welcome to the Effortless Podcast with your host, Caleb Lassar. Our mission here is really simple. If you're a coach, entrepreneur, consultant, expert in your field, we want to normalize allowing things to be easy and effortless. We want to create a space or a conversation where I could talk to guests, share ideas with you that normalize allowing things to be good. It just gets to be better and better. It doesn't mean that bad things don't happen. It means that we handle those bad things with grace and we continue having an easy and effortless life. If you love that message, you're probably going to love the guests. And if you did get value out of this podcast today, I would love it if you could share this with somebody as this will help our growth. We'll see you in the episode. Hello, hope you're well. I've just been working through something with clients recently around judgment. It's one of the biggest things that actually holds them back from achieving the goals that they want to achieve. Whatever that next version looks like for you, whatever goal that you're pursuing, whatever thing you're looking at creating, one of the interesting emotions that we have is around judgment. Um, judgment, shame, specifically along the thread of allowing ourselves to pursue what we actually want to do. And so you'll know if this episode is for you because there'll be a pattern of you're not giving yourself permission to do what it is that you want to do out of fear of the repercussions and the judgments from others. There's going to be two parts. So there's going to be the judgment from others part that stops us from pursuing the things that we actually want to do. And then there's the judgment on ourselves for allowing ourselves to actually go and, and almost have permission to do that thing. And so if we start with the first one of the judgment of others, I think one of the things that a lot of the clients have been working with and working through is if you think about your life, your relationship, your business, whatever it is that's going on at the moment, if you could decide how you wanted it to be, how you wanted it to exist, how you wanted it to work without any kind of input or pressure from external sources around how it's supposed to look, how it's supposed to be, what would it be like? If you, if you could just abandon the rules of the conditioning and the things that you think that you should, what would it be like? We've been watching this show at the moment on Netflix. It's just one of the few things that we binge from time to time. And we've been binging, it's called How to Get Rich. Um, and the presenter is super charismatic. He's, he's a really interesting uh, person. And the way that he, he talks about money stuff is obviously fascinating because it's a large thing of what I do with clients. One of the first things he starts like, starts with is what is your rich life? And I especially love how he talks about this because he's going up against the conventional wisdom which is in order to be wealthy buy a house and it's not that he's Andy house but it's more like if that's the rich life that you want then sure do it but here's what it looks like it has a, a recurring monthly payment that has to be met no matter what there are variable costs through you know, things like repairs and maintenance and taxes and rates and that kind of thing and he goes, most people just don't even think about it. They just go, this is how you get rich. This is what you do. And he goes, there's other options as well. And it's all about figuring out how can you live your rich life and your rich life. Uh, and this is another thing that I quite like that he does. It's like he doesn't take away the things that you love. He, he encourages you to spend lavishly within the bounds of your means, uh, but also cut spending where and the things that you don't need so that you have the money to go and pursue the things that you do. 
And I just think this is a really interesting way to look at life in general is if you didn't have to abide by the rules, like if, if you could take the whatever rule was imparted to us about, you know, how you're supposed to live your life, where you're supposed to live, where you are, how you're supposed to think about something, what would you do? What would you have? And I was also, you know, talking to a friend about this um, recently about parenthood. Um, he's considering making the leap into parenthood. Um, and I have a lot of things to say about that just from a developmental perspective and the things that, that we went through. And he had a lot of judgment towards himself around, you know, what if, what if I, you know, should, shouldn't I have been married already? Shouldn't I have been serious already? And the thing that I reflected back to him was that it, it, it's only because of society's expectations and beliefs that you are starting to begin to shame yourself for the decisions that you've made. Rather than seeing the entire journey that you've gone on, like everything that's happened, the question I would ask is, like, what if everything happened to lead you to the point of the realisation that you can have the breakthrough to actually admit to yourself that you do want parents? parenthood you do want the seven to father you do want to start a marriage and that kind of thing and this is this this is the i guess the internal part of judgment that happens a lot with clients is i should have known better i like i i shouldn't have made the mistakes that i've done i should have figured that out sooner and the interesting thing about that is it presupposes that everything that you've done so far was not exactly what you needed to get where you are now to have that realization because without the the path that you've tread, you, you don't get to become the person that has the reflections that you do now. So, there's a, you know, back to the show of The Rich Life, we're looking and, and Donna and I were laughing pre-COVID, we were super frivolous with our money, just just everything. You know, we would make $20,000, $30,000 a month and then we'd find a way to spend it all. You know, there's no care or thought for the future and this guy crunches all the numbers of people so like ingoings outgoings this kind of thing there we go man if he looked at ours you know like and then she made a really important point she goes yeah but we weren't available to hear it we didn't care no one could have told us we had to go on the journey that we've gone on you know to to be frivolous to figure out in that frivolousness what are the things that are actually important to us and we had to remove the judgment from that. There was a specific weekend, I think I've talked about it in a previous episode, where we lived like millionaires for a weekend. We ate, you know, Kobe beef. We stayed at the uh, Mariana Bay Sands in a suite. And like we ate at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant, that kind of thing. And through doing stuff like that, we figured out the things that are actually important to us versus the things that we are told that should be important to us. So in the same show that we were watching last night, there's this uh, woman on the show, she earns $25,000, not, I mean, not technically earns, she gets paid $25,000 a month in child support. And she's decked out in Gucci, designer, um, Yves Saint Laurent, like all of the fanciest stuff that, that you can imagine. Driving a really fast car, um, a really nice Ferrari and stuff like this. But she has no idea what happens to her money. So every month she manages to zero out, zero out $25,000. And it's really interesting because if you would, if you were to look at her, a lot of the things that she's doing, she's doing because she thinks that that's what rich people should do. 
uh, and even to use the word rich in $25,000 a month is kind of a bit, um, you know, it's a loose definition. And it's, it's almost like the, the thing that we, that I see with this pattern is, is what part of that stuff do you actually enjoy? You know, like, do you actually enjoy how it feels to wear the fluffy, you know, leopard skin, whatever around your neck? Like, is, is that actual enjoyment? Do you actually appreciate that? Or is that like just something that you think you need to do to maintain the image of looking like a rich person? And this is a lot of what she was saying. It's like a lot of the things that I'm doing is that's how I just think I'm supposed to be so people know that I have money, which is crazy. Like this absolute insanity. And this ha occurred to us when we were going through this phase. I remember specifically we were in Kuala Lumpur just before COVID or maybe, you know, a year before COVID had hit. And we were staying in the Golden Triangle within the Marriott Bonvoy brand. So like, I've got a whole other piece about this, about um, credit cards that give you gold status uh, within Marriott. Uh, we got the, the Amex Platinum and it gave us um, gold. So basically gold is like a, you get upgrades and it's, you get treated really well just for having status, which you get for free by getting the credit card. Well, it's not technically free, you gotta pay. Anyway, different rant. So I remember we'd stayed at all of the five-star Marriott brands in this golden triangle, right? And I was in the Ritz-Carlton at the time and I was feeling, I don't know, annoyed at the service or like, um, I don't know. It's just, I had shitty energy going on. And I remember just thinking like, wow, like I'm not happy in a five-star hotel, like in, in Kuala Lumpur, like living my dream with my fiance, like, like what's going on? You know, like that's, that's not cool. And, um, what I realized was, or, you know, was, and I heard this on a, on a podcast diary of the CEO where he was talking about happiness is where, um, or unhappiness is where an expectation gets unmet. And we have like standards and we have reasonable expectations. And I think my expectations at the time were just so unreasonable, you know, like it was, and this is probably a whole other podcast in itself, but I was just, I was expecting so much more. Like, you know, like I wanted to be privately, <laughs> God, this is so embarrassing. Oh man, uh, I will say, I will say it. So we'd gone back from Langawi and we had gold status and we went to the wedding, uh, the Western in Langawi. And when we checked in, we had a private line, we had our own concierge, like she looked after us, just like, you had a private WhatsApp number for a concierge woman who just organized everything for you. And, the, and we were like, wow, like this is gold status. And then we came back to Kuala Lumpur and it just, it wasn't there. We weren't privately greeted. We were kind of like, and <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I think I was at a pre, another hotel and we left because the service was so shit. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I can't believe I'm saying this. I sound like such a privileged princess, but we're at this other hotel and like, to be fair, it did smell. And the service, they just were completely disinterested. So we went down and said, hey, can we get another room? Because it smells like smoke, like someone's been smoking in here. And they said, yeah, we'll see what we can do about it. An hour had passed, you know, um, 90 minutes had passed. We were both hungry because we wanted to go have dinner. And I went down there and they made a big scene about it. Like, oh, we're doing our best. And I was like, this is not how a gold customer should be treated. <laughs> Good. So we got up, packed up our shit and booked another hotel. And then I guess I was in a stink energy because we got there 
and then we weren't greeted privately like we had been treated to. So expectation was treated privately. Uh, and, and, you know, we had a private line. We had to wait in line. God forbid you have to wait in line, Caleb. And so you can start seeing these re- unreasonable expectations starting to build. There's a point to this, I swear. We're going to come back to the judgment thing. <laughs> and um, and I, I think that carried through, right? So I had these um, expectations that were unreasonable, you know, like, why do you, why do I need my own private line? Like, why can't I wait five minutes to check into a beautiful hotel? Like, why does blah, why all these things? It just, you had, I'd never thought about it. I never had the awareness about it. And I think this was what was happening for this lady in the show. It's like, she'd never actually thought about these things. Like, do you actually want to spend half a million dollars a year on clothing? Like, cause that's what it is. That's what he, he was saying to her is like, that's what it actually is. You're spending half a million dollars a year on clothing. Did you know that? And she didn't know because she didn't know her numbers. She hadn't checked, but she was just living a life in which she thought that she had to live. And so one of the things that we realized through going and kind of defying the norm and just like living how we wanted to live, because in my upbringing to spend $500 a night on a hotel was not normal. Like that was, I mean, I don't even consider that to be normal for a lot of um, people. And the, for me, it's one of the things that makes me feel like I'm living a rich life. But at the time when I was when I was pursuing the desire, it was just as long as it had five stars. Right, like that was the cat. That was the criteria. It just had to be five star. And then I realized, like, it's not actually the five star. There's specific things within that desire that are actually important to me, and these are the things that actually bring me the sense of satisfaction. It has nothing to do if it's five hundred dollars a night. It has nothing to do if it's seven hundred. It has nothing to do if it's a suite. You know, like I was just buying on the significance of it rather than what I actually wanted. And one of the things that we realized was there's a couple of things. Number one, has to has good food. Has to has really yummy food. If it has bad food, probably won't go. Second thing is the beds have to be really comfy. It has to be massive beds. And then the third thing, there has to be a bath and a really nice bathroom. And that's kind of the things that we realized that that we act, that actually bring us joy was was these things. And so these became our expectations. Now, you can always pick a hotel that has a nice comfy bed a good restaurant and a bar. So therefore our expectations are always going to be met. <laughs> like it's much easier to meet those expectations so we can be happy because we know that's, that's what we want. So how does this relate back to the, the judgment thing? Well, well, I mean, so this client was worried about time of life and, you know, had he waited too long or all this kind of thing. And it's like, but dude, like you get to decide, you know, like who says that you can't be 32 and start kicking off a family. Like that's not even that late. You know, and, and um, it was like, you know, but, and there was another piece that we'll talk about in a different podcasts around um, responsibility and freedom. But I think, you know, this is, this is the thing, like when it comes to unapologetically pursuing your desires, you can have judgment on that. And this is how, um, and it comes from you and it also comes from society. And this is, this is what I think holds a lot of people back, which is, if you could just decide without having the conditions placed upon you, the conditioning, what would you do? How would you want it? How would you pursue it? And I think there's something to be said about like, if you, you know, you have to play the game at where it's at. Say for example, like if, if you wanted to grow a brand on social media, then you have to learn the algorithm and then you have to play the minimum game on the algorithm and then you get to add your piece to it. 
But if we put this in another business context, I have so many clients that are just like, man, I just love to write. Like, I just want to write to my list. And so it's like, well, if that's if that's what you love, can you build a business strategy around that that meets the minimum requirements to make that platform viable? Rather than, you know, oh, well, I think I should do webinars and I think I should be posting 30 days, like all of this stuff. It's like, if you don't, if you don't enjoy that, like if you don't want to take pictures of yourself and get a photo branding shoot, then you don't have to do that. That's just a conditioning that's been placed and a judgment. And so I guess to sum this whole thing up, it's about investigating, like what things are you denying in yourself because of the fear of judgment of others, but also the judgment of yourself? Where can you be more unapologetic about pursuing the things that you enjoy or the way that you want to do it? Where can you give yourself more permission to just do it your way? And I think that wraps it up. This is probably one of the shorter episodes that I've done in a while, but I just had that piece that I wanted to share with you. Hopefully it was a little bit, I would say maybe a little bit disjointed. I don't know. Someone left a beautiful comment and said, uh, we love the story about the steak. So that was really nice. So <laughs> there should be an option to like, if you want to give me some feedback or something, just pop it in there. I would absolutely love it. Uh, otherwise, I'll see you in the next episode. This has been the Effortless Podcast today. I just want to say a massive thank you for tuning in. If you did love today, we would really appreciate if you could potentially like, comment, give us a review, maybe even share this podcast directly with someone if you got some kind of value from it or you really appreciated the guest. It really helps us grow and it would mean the world to me. Otherwise, I'll see you in the next podcast.